0: Hello everyone. This is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. Welcome to chapter four of Trailblazers, Against All Odds. To all of you who have been listening since the previous chapters, I'm glad you stayed with us and hope you enjoy this chapter as much as the others. To everyone who's joining us for the first time, welcome to Trailblazers, where we follow our party on their adventures through the world. I hope you all enjoy today's program and thank you all so much for listening. I love you. Last time on Trailblazers, David, a man who was originally from our world, now finds himself in a strange land being hunted by a man calling himself Kaiser Soze. This man occasionally sends otherworldly assassins to find and hunt David down. On top of all this, David struggled hard against villains from the world he finds himself in, and just defeated the leader of a mighty group of ninjas, Oroku Saki. David not only defeated this madman, but put a stop to a terrible device he was using to create a storm so ravishing that it would destroy the world. Pick up with David barely alive following the explosion of the machine. Will he recover? What will happen to the Lin Kuei now that their leader is dead? After all this, can David still manage to figure out more about the mysterious Kaiser Soze? Find out this week on Trailblazers! You can hear your heartbeat, you can feel it in your back, and you're looking up, and it looks like the sky's on fire. Yeah! There's bright flashes every once in a while from the sky. But the storm is gone, the clouds have dissipated. Thought we blew up the moon. There's a breeze that you're getting because you're on top of this very, very high fortress. Your head is in hands, and your whole back is all soaked in water because there's standing water on top of this uh, roof that you're on. There's rubble all around you. Your left arm, you don't even feel it anymore. I don't know if you really, like, right after you stub your toe, it's not painful, and you're like, that's going to hurt tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those no. things uh, where you're in shock or you are have a lot of adrenaline or something, but you don't feel it anymore. You look around, and you just kind of turn your head. That's all you can really do and have the energy for. You look over to your right. There's a pile of chain mail, and in it, phoenix, and there's no movement over there. And you move your head to the left, and over there is the wreckage of the machine. And there is a mangled corpse next to it. Bones all bent in different angles, and all shriveled up, and just completely charred. And it's at this point that you have just a flood of emotions coming to you from everything that's happened to you so far. It all just kind of hits you at once. And you realize that you've gotten to the point where this is it. No one else... Knows who you are, as you said at the end of our last session, except for you assume Kaiser Soze, but no one up here in the north. And you just kind of you you lost your most recent ally, and you're kind of just utterly alone right now, no one to help pick you up. What do you do?
1: I start
2: laughing. You know, like that kind of laughing people do when, like, exactly that situation. Yeah, just yeah, that, yeah. Like, it's maniacal. Like, it you can be do. The word yeah, you're it. almost just like it's like the universe is just one cruel joke against you. So it's almost funny. I, I picture the laugh precisely. And I take it everything is still, so the building's not rocking back Correct. and forth anymore. Correct. Still is a
0: great word for everything right now. Still quiet.
2: I kind of army crawl over to uh, Phoenix
0: with every pull of your body you get an incredible swell of pressure and pain in your head and things kind of like get black and when you stop moving kind of the world comes into view
2: and you slowly make your way over to Phoenix kind of check him out he's definitely dead I mean from my own limited knowledge yeah, yeah of you, to, you, to,
0: you know how to feel a pulse he appears dead okay I do I know.
2: see Jude anywhere yeah, and, uh, uh, you don't see him immediately. He's not your intermediate right? Okay, I kind of pad down Phoenix. Does he have anything useful
0: on him? Uh, he has a shattered amulet, big old great axe lying next to him.
2: Ooh, here's something I meant to ask you. Yeah. I look at my hand. Is the dungeon ring
0: still there? It has fallen off. It was on your left hand, and your yeah. hand
2: is so shriveled that it's fallen off. All right, so I don't have to worry about that stupid thing anymore. All right, um, hmm. Will you let me do a heel check? Like I would like fashion a sling out of like rip some cloth or some of the chain mail and try to like sling my left arm into okay. a position that it doesn't move. And then, you know, look at my body, I might burn, there's puddles of water and cloth. I could like, you know, just do a little first aid. You tear your shirt. And you make a sling to get your
0: arm rested. Uh, you can't move your arm at all. You have to use your yeah. other hand to move it. Right. It's That's p- what I want. I'm going to tie it against yep. my body, though, so
2: it's not in the way.
0: Right. You know, just like a sling right in front of you, right? Or yeah, yeah. Against you, however, however you want it. You are starting to get like every heartbeat, is like somebody's punching you in the temples. Punch, yeah, yeah. punch, punch. You are, after like, all your movement of moving stuff, ripping stuff and all, you move on your side with all your effort and you just puke. You just spill your guts.
1: Okay. Uh, Caleb, I think that was the nachos. I don't think that was necessarily from combat.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. I told you never eat before a big battle. You never listen to
1: <laughs> now
2: I'm kind of desperately searching around for Jude. Anything? Scanning, looking. There's a lot of rubble. The only
0: thing where he could possibly be is near the machine. Everything else, like you just look, is mostly flat or stones and stuff. Nothing that could be jude. So you have to drag
2: yourself over the machine, which is on the other end of the roof. Well, that's unrealistic if I'm in that kind of shape. You hear noises coming from underneath you. I take my gun and I fire three shots in there. You can't find your gun. Oh, come on. You're going to hate like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Find them with whatever strength I have. I just start shouting out. Just like, hey! Hey, keep yelling back up here, up here. One of the holes that the lightning shot and cracked
0: and made a hole and roof. there. A person comes out and then another person and they come over to you talking above you. And you are just no shape to try to translate Aslanti at the moment.
2: But it's, it's Lin Kuei? Yes, it is. Right, I just say help in Landy. I would assume I know how to say that by now. Yeah, I'll give you that. Not even a sentence. Single word.
0: You see they look around, and they're kind of looking at you, and then they kind of look around again. And then they're talking to each other. One stays with you, and the other one walks over to the machine. And the guy's just looking you over, and he's like picking up your arm and stuff, and he's looking at you. I mean, he's moving you. It hurts. Um, not kind of like broken bone hurts, but just like ache all over. Just mm-hmm. like the source she ever been.
2: Like I just stuck my arm in a machine that Like you just stuck
0: in your arm machine that sucked life right out of
1: you. Yeah, like that. You know how that
2: feels. You're married, right?
1: (laughs) I knew someone was going to get that ring off him.
0: (laughs) Uh, You wear your wedding ring on the right, left hand, don't you?
2: All married people wear their wedding ring on their left hand. Oh man, that fell off too. Not the Prince of England. That's right because it's not actually my wedding ring. I don't wear my actual wedding ring. Is that right? Where do you keep your wedding ring? In my safe.
0: Really? Why is that?
2: Because I was 35 pounds ago and I can't wear it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other man comes back over you and they both put their arms underneath your shoulders and pick you up. And you're in such excruciating pain that you're like blacking out and coming in and blacking out and coming back in as they drag you over. So your legs are just like limp as they're mm-hmm. dragging you. Can you picture that? Yeah. They drag you down to the hole and they lower you down and they bring you into orokosaki's old room that you went through and there they they uh, like make room on, on the table and they lay you down on your back. They're saying things to each other and you're not sure how much time passes, but uh, at some point one of the guys, he, he puts his hand in the back of your head and picks your head up. He puts a vial on your lips and he goes to pour and he says, drink.
2: That's what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs>
0: You drink it. You cough up a little bit. It's not easy to drink,
1: but you do it. It's the 1937 vintage of sake, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not actually healing. Uh, you're too far gone. It's just some sake that you double the pain while you pass.
2: I'm like Popeye. As soon as they give it to me, I jump up and my arms are like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you regain some of your strength. You can.
2: Can I put a hit point number to that or no? Uh, we won't bother yeah. with hit points at the moment. Okay, I'll let you know if the points matter. Then don't let anything hit me. <laughs> Because uh, I'm really low. The ceiling falls on you. What were you at at the end of that? You were 17. You You're at 17? You hear that, David? You were on top of the building, and the building falls on you. If it rains too hard, I'm going to die. It doesn't need a building to fall on me. It's like you slip in the shower, and
1: you're
2: dead. It's like I need a life alert necklace right now in the game.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, those things do work transdimensionally. They're pretty good. You kind of have your wits about you, and you're okay enough to sit up.
2: Okay. And it's just those two guys, or
0: is there more people? No, it's just those two. They say to you, in Aslanti, something, make a linguistics check to see if you can't figure it out. I rolled a 20. Oh, well, there you go. You wouldn't even need anything. Um, they're saying, come on up. Come over here. Uh, we have to get you over here.
2: Where's here? Like, where are they? They're just going
0: to, to, like, the middle of the room. Can I get up? Yep, with their help. Okay. And, and they walk you over.
2: And so, I'm like the princess bride. I'm like, I lack the strength to stand. Or do I? Yeah. Drop your sword. And they, Sorry. They
0: bring you over one over, under each arm, helping you out. Uh, kind of like you have your arms over them. Uh-huh. And one kind of takes your arm off around his shoulder and goes over and pulls a lever. And the floor sinks down. Dope. In front of you. Uh, maybe 40 feet by 30 feet.
2: Okay. So, a dragon could fit.
0: Uh, sinks down and the middle section sinks down deep but some sections near you stop short of each other to make steps okay they stagger when it lowers a gold liquid is filling this empty basin uh he says undress okay they definitely have
2: to help me with that i can't
0: they help you undress to just your underwear okay
2: oh my Uh, i knew you as landys were weird (laughs) go in into the gold
0: liquid you must go in I kind of look at them like cock-eyed. You must like go in. I will help. Okay. And, and he kind of like, he doesn't want to go in at all. So he kind of stays off the end so you can use your hand to kind of get stabilized on both end. It's uh, making me
2: nervous that he doesn't want to touch it,
0: but I need <laughs> to go in. Okay. you go in to like your neck level and they say submerge. Okay. You go under and you come up and then they say uh, come out. Okay. What's on me? Is it like... It sticks to you. It's almost like paint. Okay. But it's gold. Yes. And when you go to like rub your eyes, they stop you to, to get that paint off your eyes so you can see. But you're able to, like, kind of like, after you blink a little bit to eventually get your eyes open. And they, uh, lead you, they say over here, and they lead you to a, a new area if you follow. Okay, I follow. Down some stairs, down a long hallway for a bit. And you see that this place has is, is gotten some pretty all well destroyed from the lightning,
2: the abnormal lightning. So I'm walking around in my underwear covered in gold paint. Correct. Okay. And you can see light in the distance.
0: But you get to like this archway and it obviously leads outside and they stop just short of walking out with you. One guy does, but the other guy does not. I will go out first in five seconds, come out as well. Okay. He goes out and you hear him shouting something. Something, 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 something. You can't quite understand it. And five seconds passes. Okay, I go out. You step out and the light kind of blinds you. You're going from dark to light and you kind of adjust. And you hear him say, all on his of course, Brothers and sisters, I present to you, Oroku Saki. And he gestures to you as you walk forward, and as your eyes adjust, you see all the Lin Kuei who evacuated the structure, all laid out on the ground, all standing there, and they're all uproariously cheering for you.
1: You were just elected Pope,
2: David. I am the Saki. Just cheering, just clapping, and it's a lot of people. I bow to them. I'm doing it. I bow to them. Oh and then boy! I break, <laughs> oh, David. I, the decision. Go ahead. And then I, I raise my fist, uh-huh. my right fist in the air, oh. the new symbol of my.
0: They kind of look around and they start getting the picture. And one person raises raises their fist, and the next one, and they all start doing it. Kashet Jedi, Kashet Jedi, which is their motto: Never Age. Kashet Jedi. Over and over Wait, so do I speak as Landy yet, or not? Yeah, you've gotten them down there. <laughs> We'll say maybe it's not the most eloquent and beautiful.
2: I say to him, let's get to work. He says, our
0: purpose is your purpose. What is our purpose, Grandmaster?
2: First, we have to restore the stronghold. Yes, Grandmaster. And bring me some clothes and find my gun. It will be done, even as I live. Okay. And then I say, take me to my chambers.
0: All right, and as you leave, everyone's cheering. They all do your, your symbol, and they all say, Cachette Jedi! Takes you over to that room that you were just in with the gold thing, and he says, here are your chambers, Oroku. And then he stops himself, and he says, Grandmaster, please forgive me. I presume too much. Your predecessor allowed me to call him by his name. I should not have assumed the same with you. I will get right on your orders, Grandmaster. And he opens up the big double doors, and he looks at you and closes them. You find okay. yourself at this nice big desk.
2: So it's kind of like the end of The Godfather. I sit down at the desk as, like, the doors close. So what's with this paint stuff? Can I, like, wash it off? You can rub it off. It's it's, it's like
0: you if you were covered in paint. After a bit, some robes are brought to you. Very similar to what Arokh wore in that battle. The blue. Okay. The capes and all that. And the guy comes back and he says, Everyone is re-entering the temple and they will be working together to rebuild it. I have men looking for your weapon on the roof and on the ground around the fortress.
2: Okay. I say, I'm going to sleep. I don't want to be disturbed. Come back in about eight hours and wake me up.
0: As you will it. And he goes, and he
2: closes the door. All right, I go and crash. Like, I was, I was playing tough for them, and as soon as they leave, I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> Okay, okay,
2: okay. You rest eight hours. Eight hours go by that man.
0: He is standing over you, and he, and he kind of shakes you, and he wakes you up.
1: Hits, hits the sneeze button Five more minutes. <laughs> I ask him, what's his name?
2: My name is Tassadar. And what is your position I was in personal Linguam. servant to your predecessor. Then you'll be my personal servant. You bestow upon me a great honor. And you, and only you, you'll call me David. Everybody else can call me Rokusaki or Grandmaster. As you will it. David. I will call you
0: David only in the secret places when none other can hear. None Correct. other shall hear this name again.
2: Right. That name is never to be spoken. Only between me and you in private. As you will it.
1: I can see it now. He's gonna tell David's gonna tell everyone. And just in in private, you can call me David. You can I'm call like, me Dave. <laughs> I call Kat. you Kathy. Yeah, little little catfight's gonna break out. Well, he said I can call him David. He said I could be
3: her He sees so's discord among the troops.
2: <laughs> and then I said <laughs> that was his favorite. <laughs> um, I have my first set of orders. I tell him to find the man on the roof. The what did they call him? The knuckle. The iron knuckle. I say I want. Someone to check him and ensure that he's deceased. If he is, you need to dispatch a small group of Lin Kuei covertly, take him to just inside the boundaries of the empire, unseen, and bury him. But only bury him once you're inside the boundaries of the empire. And I made him alive, a promise that I you intend to keep. Now, if he's alive, you bring him to me, we'll alive.
0: And he goes over and he gives these orders to somebody, and then they go off to the roof. What if your predecessor and what of the crying assassin they were slain by your hand will you keep their tradition will you bury them
2: yes bury them and oshitaka i want buried with the highest honors <laughs> you still can't say his right. i
0: thought it's oshitaka
2: Ashitaka. oshitaka
0: listen it's not osha he's not like making regulations here
2: <laughs> the, other, the other two do whatever your whatever the tradition calls for
1: just, just put him, put him in the well. ground
2: somewhere. He's not my favorite guy in the world, but I won't step on their traditions. Listen, he pulled off my fingernails, but
0: it was on my left hand. And that's no, not him. Anyway. I'm <laughs> talking about Oroku
2: Right. So I just tell him, do whatever your tradition calls for. Very well. They will
0: bury him in the graveyard that is set aside the Lin Kuei, and you will put the first dirt on him and the crying assassin. So be it. So he gives those orders. After a little bit, he, uh, he gives you a report. This is all we have found of your weapon, and he puts uh, the cylinder there. The rest of it... We cannot find amongst the rubble. We will continue to search. Uh, the Iron Knuckle is dead. He has passed. i carrying out your orders now.
2: Yes, please.
0: If you are in good health, David, and you may uh, entertain guests, we have people coming to... Uh,
2: I think I know, because it's the only person thing I was going to ask for. Just talk about their allegiance. Yeah. Start with the, the leaders, whoever is left of the highest ranking mm-hmm. members.
0: Very well. Before they come in, would you like to wash and to change? Yes. I can have water brought for you. Yes. Uh, he brings in some clothes and water and fresh clothes. You clean yourself off. You actually look kind of presentable now. You're still a little beat up, but as good as you're going to look. In come a, a bunch of the people. They get on their knees and they bow their heads.
2: Koshet Jedi Oroku Saki. I nod Bang. and I kind of motion them to get up. They get up. We will f- serve you until you die or we do. My assistant, does he speak common? Or do you speak common? I do, my lord. All right. I want you to translate because I wouldn't know how to say this correctly. I want to make sure that it's understood. So this is just like the leadership, right? Right. It's about uh, four guys. I say, I know this must be strange to have a commoner (laughs) as your master. I would assume I'm the first one, I ask. You are my lord. Then, just so that there's no dissension, I give everyone an opportunity right now without a fear of reprisal, if you have any... Issue with this, then speak your mind now, with no fear of punishment. Uh, we kind
0: of look at each other, and one guy speaks up. This has never been done, and this is not the way it was meant to be done. Then I ask him, then how should it be done? And he looks over at Tassadar, and he goes, his second hand, if Orokusaki is truly dead, should be put in charge. He is of northern <laughs> blood. I say with I look- respect, and he bows his head.
2: I look to the other three, and i what
0: say you? We serve Orokusaki.
2: And you acknowledge me as Orokusaki? Yes, grandmaster. I say you uh, are in your rightful place. So be it. And then I turn to the guy who spoke up and I say, if you want to be relieved from service in the Lingwei, then I offer you that with no no harm will come to you, but this is your only opportunity. If you stay, then you serve. May I
0: serve in a less capacity?
2: What was your capacity?
0: I controlled businesses in Antioch.
2: That's fine, I'll lean on the wisdom of, these, of the other leaders to give you a new position. You are gracious you must, kind. But then you must obey. And we'll
0: obey every word that comes out of your mouth.
2: Okay, and let it be done.
0: And they uh, bow and they leave. Tassar looks to you and goes, shall we dispatch him tonight?
2: No, let's give him an opportunity. I assume he is helpful. He wouldn't be a leader if he wasn't. He is
0: very influential and has many strengths.
2: Right. Let's give him an opportunity to prove himself. You'll find me much different than the last master. I'm beginning to see this. This says you, I'm going to give him a different voice. So go on. I'm going to need a few things. Being unfamiliar with your lands, I'm just going to ask you, do you have blacksmiths, men capable of making armor? We do. I'm going to need them brought to me. I need someone brought to me, whoever makes the masks that you wear. I'll bring to you the best. All right. I need them brought to me as soon as possible. We'll be done. And
0: he goes out and he uh, he gives some orders, comes back.
2: And then I say, I will also need, because of my lack of knowledge, an advisor. Who of the leaders would you suggest would be the most loyal and most knowledgeable? The guy had kind of hinted at. Who, who was he talking about? Who would have been? He's speaking of me. That would have been you? Yeah, he said Tassadar, and this guy's Tassadar. Okay. As most loyal,
0: uh, you will find that loyalty is something that is... In generous proportion here. As for most knowledgeable, that would be Zeratul, the keeper of tomes and secrets.
2: Now, bring him you, before you. No, you'll do. Yes, Mel. You are now not my just my personal assistant. You're also my chief advisor. He bows very deeply. There is uh,
0: more who have come to pledge their allegiance. Bring them in. Tacidar says to you, I have a variety of powers and strengths, one of which is the ability to undo magic at its core. Long as anything enters this room, magic will not work while I am here with you. This will keep you safe. We can disarm people, and with me, we can make sure their magic is useless. You are safe in this room, long as I am with it." He speaks to somebody who goes out, lets him in, and uh, you see some guards come in first. Some Lin Kuei. The is open, in comes three Worvians. Uh, one guy in the middle with two flanked behind him, left and right. You see they're completely disarmed, and they walk forward. You see they go in and they don't bow. Okay. The Wervian kind of looks left and right and kind of snaps at one of the guys. Oh, great Oroku Saki. And he kind of pounds his chest. We served
3: your predecessor. We know not of you. What do you offer
0: us in return for our service? Cassiter leans to your ear and says, The Wervians joined with your predecessor. They were not a part of this organization before him.
2: Mm. I say, um, with all respect, you... And your brethren's services are no longer required. Yeah.
0: Kind of like looks surprised.
3: and He goes, we are the strongest in the land. Our wings take us to the skies while your feeble human feet keep you on the
0: ground. We are strong. You are weak. And in a flash, Lin Kuei draw their swords and put them up to like the throats of the Warvians. And Tassadar says, uh, you will mind your tongue or you will lose it. You are speaking to the Grand Master.
2: <laughs> and they shut up. Payback sucks, doesn't it? I say, um, while I'm no longer offering you service in this organization, I'm offering you your lives and a peace between us. But if that doesn't work for you, I could just have your heads removed now. And they kind of like look left and right, and they say,
0: We find your offer acceptable. Tessa kind of looks at you. And then away with you. And everybody sees their swords. Or the swords just disappear. Back, you see, they disappear out of their hands and into their sheaths. He kind of snarls, and he turns his back on you, and they all walk out. Oh, snap.
2: And then I tell Tacidar, is that his name? Yeah. I say, make it known among the men that the Wervians are no longer part of the Lin Kuei, and while we don't need to treat them as enemies, any act of aggression should be met with immediate dispatch. A bold move. I don't trust them. If they would stay loyal to a man that was clearly gone mad, then... I have no use for them. What else would you have done? Well, I need to be brought up to speed on what it is, (laughs) everything that we do. We have
0: spent a great deal of our time these past few years assembling the machine that was on the roof. Getting the parts, getting the designs, getting the schematics, getting everything necessary. That has been our purpose. At the same time, our operations protect the people of this land. The greatest threat is the Empire in the South. It has grown large. With its change of leadership, we are unsure where it stands. We have been making steps to protect ourselves. The machine was our greatest hope, and now it is gone.
2: Well, now you have something you didn't have before. Your master has served in the Empire and knows the Emperor. And maybe this threat you feel can be extinguished without the need of a terrible machine. You're a man of wonders, David. But we don't need to worry about the Empire for the moment. We need to bring the stronghold back up. We need to make sure that our people are taken care of. Yes.
0: All right. He is busy about taking care of your orders. At some point, eventually, he comes to you and says, uh, I have assembled the best blacksmiths and artisans, and they are ready for your arrival. Oh, I'm going to them? Yes, I have to send them all into the, to a room very close to here. I would not right, dare let them in here. Let's go. And then he precedes you, and you have an entourage that follows you. You are brought over to this room. Very big room. There's a bunch of tables everywhere, and there's all sorts of wares laid out. It's like examples of their best work. There's a couple a couple of uh, blacksmiths and artisans there.
2: All right. I call over the... Uh, as soon as you enter, everybody bows. I call over the blacksmith.
0: They line up in front of you. And I say, let me ask you a question
2: about about my arm. Is it like to the shoulder, to the elbow, Do I, have, where do I have motion? Good question. It only matters for what I'm about to ask them to do.
0: It ends, you're not able to move your shoulder here. You have complete lack of ability to move anything from your shoulder down.
2: But I can, meaning can I lift my arm like this, like Chicken nope. wing style? Nope, you must use your other hand to do that. Okay, either way, I tell the blacksmith, well, two things. One is I redraw. <laughs> The revolver okay same way I did in the Empire and I tell them I require this and you make this yes I also draw the schematic for the self-contained bullet okay. ask them that they have black powder they're like talking to each
0: other about this like this is very interesting like yes this can be done it has not then, been done then, but it can be
2: uh, then I want it to be done and then I say I also require a piece of armor made for my arm with the glove connected to it black armor that would fit over my arm and hand
0: oh, yes grandmaster we will make one we will make the best ever the best has ever been
2: okay then those that's all i require from you and then i call over the um artisans it's just one one guy and he comes over makes the masks he's an old
0: man he's got like you know that really long uh fu fu uh fu manchu kind of mustache and uh beer combo you know what i'm talking about yeah he's got that going on and he comes over and and he he gets he gets on his hands, and knees, and he puts his face on the ground as he bows
2: to you. I tell him I want a black mask made, plain, no features on it, and its only purpose is to, that you cannot see that, um, a southerner. Yes. And then I tell him I want it to be, what's the word? A cow connected to a black cape, like one piece. Yes.
0: I will okay. make one that will rival anything that is in, that is in the north.
2: And then, um. I pretty much let him also know I want the, a whole black robed outfit for it. Yes. And then that's it. I dismiss them. That's all I require.
0: He bows very deeply, and he leaves. Seems the older man had the most respect of everyone there. And they pack up. Or you leave, actually, because they're going to mess with their stuff.
2: Okay. And then I uh, I ask. I'm always going to forget his name. My guy. Tasked if they on. found. I explain my bandolero. Mm-hmm. And I ask if they're if that had been recovered. Yes, it
0: is with the clothes you discarded when you entered the pool.
2: have that brought to my chamber. I'll have it cleaned first. That's all for now. I think that's enough to get started. I'm sure it's going to take him a while to get the stronghold. Yep. A week goes by
0: and the strongholds being rebuilt and repaired. It's not as good as the original architecture, i can tell you that much, but it is being done to the best of their abilities. At one point, Tassadar comes in with a box, a big old chest he comes in and he puts it in front of you and he opens it and he presents to you and there uh is the armor piece your outfit and the entire set you've asked for and the black mask has no eye holes has no mouth hole has no <laughs> nose hole is completely glossed over okay uh, and, and all this whole outfit all goes together
2: Okay, I put the mask on my face <laughs> to test it. It
0: is, it is as if the mask isn't even there. You can see oh, as cool. if not even your peripheral is, is damaged. You see everything just before. You can smell just as before. But there is something physically there. You can feel it against your, your face and nose. You know
2: there is something there. But it and just so you because know, you said my arm was like destroyed, right? Yeah. So what I do is I take like a, um, like a bed roll, you know what I mean? Yeah. And strap it on to give it like girth so right. it fits in the armor tight. Right. Then I have that arm on my arm. So it looks like I have an arm that okay.
0: Um works.
2: Tassadar brings you things better than a bedroll to fill it with. Okay. All right. Uh, it's still going to be hanging down by his side. What are you going to do? Um, well, I ask him if there is a healer or someone that could. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, during that week, help. he brought the best healer they knew, and he comes to you.
0: And he attempts to repair your arm, and he says, I've seen nothing like this. I can restore broken bones. I can restore arms that are no longer even there. Whatever has happened here is an ancient or deep magic that I know not how to counter.
2: Hmm. So be it. I guess my arm's just going to hang. Right. Well, I Literally. Think what I do is, because it's armor, mm-hmm. what I do is I have the the blacksmith put on a, um, oh, man, what's the word for I think for so that? you can lock and unlock the hinge. Yeah, so basically it puts my arm, like, the hand is probably, like, cupped at all times, like, as if it could hold something this way. Right. And then I put a strut. That's what it's called. There's, like, a strut, if you can picture from my bicep to my forearm, that would keep it, like, that. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Like like you said, I I can unhook it and let it fall.
0: You can adjust each of the hinges, mimic the hand and arm, elbow, wrist, each of the fingers, and you can adjust them as you wish. And once you, like, move them in place, they maintain there until you move them again. You don't need to, like spin a nut and keep it in place it's there's some sort of a friction there okay and then there's there is an ability if you pull a thing on the side to lock everything completely so that you could carry something super heavy and you want to bend any of the uh yeah all right so it's it's as long as you use your other hand to move it you can put it in any position you like okay so like while you're not doing anything with it you can have it just like behind your arm or however you wish to
2: do it i don't have my gun yet
0: right i'll say it was given you with all your equipment and this gun by the way it's like well decorated with like gold intricacies have you ever seen like i'm sure i can find a picture but like really well designed revolvers that are like just inlaid with gold do i have
2: to change anything in my gear or is it still going to work as my other
0: it'll work as your other and then you can enchant it with whatever you wish when you want to yeah yeah but it looks a lot more well made than your other one after about a week and many things are being taken care of and you receive all this there is some movement and Tassadar leaves a room real quick. And then he comes back in with a bunch of guards. And they're all going up your... You have a side room that leads up to the roof. You the only access to the roof. And they all go up there. And he says, uh, David, there is a dragon on its way here. It is the dragon that has served the Lin Kuei for a long time. I must make you aware this dragon is not loyal to the Lin Kuei itself, but has been loyal to its masters. Each master has been able to bargain with it. The strength of a dragon is very powerful and very important. Though I understand, of course, it all matters are up to you. But I would advise that we do our best to maintain the alliance. Okay, then I'll speak with the dragon. has you wait there and he goes up and then he comes back down and goes, they're safe. Okay, take me to him. You go up. The roof is lined with your people. They look like they're ready to attack him if he makes any wrong move. You're like the last one to enter. And as you go up, there is that massive green dragon that you were fighting. He kind of looks at you and he turns his head left and right. And he breathes in, and he breathes out uh, a big old roar.
3: I greet you, Oroku Saki. I am
2: Vermithrax, great dragon of the north. I give a, a respect bow, okay, and I say uh, it's a great honor to meet you. It's my understanding that you had an alliance with my predecessor. This
3: is true. The words that you have spoken have not been deceitful. And the words that have come to your ear have been in earnest. What would you require to continue this alliance with me? And he kind of steps forward a little bit and he almost like paces a little bit and he goes, Your predecessor had offered me much but you in great combat with even my self were able to vanquish him it's no longer possible with the destruction of his great machine of ancient times now a new deal must be struck And your prowess on the battlefield has brought to my mind terms. My son, you are to take him in. Show him what you know. You are the one who can stand toe to toe with a great dragon like myself and come out in charge of an army you control the loyalty of hundreds the love of a people the fighting power of one yet unseen train him let him learn from and you will have my loyalty
2: it will be done
3: This pleases me greatly, but be warned. He takes a couple steps to you and Lin Kuei get in front of you. I know your kind. You humans revel, and you humans have great desire, and you have great talent to back away from your word once given in trust. I will not... Dragons, do not go back on their word, and I give you my word. Renig on our deal, and I will tear your fortress from the sky, and I will be sure you are in it before I do
2: so. I kind of push the lingue aside, and I step forward, like right to the dragon, like face to face, and say, um, I promise you, this accord will not be broken because of me.
3: Then let us rejoice, for today a long-lasting relationship was made in peace, and let it remain in peace
0: for as long as it remains. Um. And he uncurls himself, and you see standing before you is a man.
3: My son, come forward. I step forward. Here is your new master. Learn from him. Be wise in all his ways.
1: I give a very, very lowly bow. I
3: will return and look forward to hear what you have learned. Respect and obey him as if he were me.
1: Of course, father.
0: And he nuzzles your chest and he spins around you
2: like a serpent. And then he flies, takes off and flies away. All right. I turn to my advisor and I say uh, let the men know not the details but that Vermifrax is a friend of Lin Kuei still I turn to um,
1: the son what's your name? Tharev
0: describe yourself, what do you look like?
1: I have scale dragon armor well it looks like dragon scales on me but it's it's plate armor like sort of like chainmail but made with scale scales male. scale mail I have a black cloak around me with a grey inside, uh, I have a Gray eyes, brown hair, human, five foot eight. As, um, as Landy looking or what's uh, it look like? Race, I mean. Not as Landy. Are you armed? I uh, move the my left side of my cloak aside to show my sword. Apparently your father wants me to teach you how to be a better warrior. So he has said. But in order to do that, first I have
2: to assess what type of fighter you are. And I touch his sword and say, do you know how to use this? I nod. I turn to my advisor and I say bring me forward two fighters he nods the two of them and they walk forward I say to them I don't want this man harmed or boy is he young how old are you 26 okay I don't want this man harmed but I want him tested do you understand yes they nod and then I say show me and I kind of step back and I, I, I bow <laughs> and I draw my sword their swords appear in their hands <laughs> In their
0: strike, they're attempting to use just their flat of their blades. Just describe to me how you beat these two.
1: <laughs> I throw them both over. I'm just kidding. This is where you fall down. As they approach, a sort of like a, a bit of a fog bank starts to roll out from the bottom of my cloak, concealing me. As they enter the fog bank, I throw one of them. I, like, I kick one of them's butt and I throw them out of the fog bank, landing in front of David. Uh, then it clears and I take the last one-on-one with the one guy and I beat him quickly. I use something called Arcane Strike, uh, which basically my my sword has like an eerie glow to it. As I'm striking it, its powers being is going out from it. it it's just like blasting through their defenses each time okay. uh, I bring my sword down. Like their sword gets knocked out of the way, or like so have, you you've like you know what it looks like when someone's like completely on the defensive, like yeah, yeah. and, and swordplay just bolt like repeated strike after strike. Uh, but there, there's this, like, again, there's glow around my sword. Another thing that I do to show my moves. Show I, me your moves. I fire off some spells, uh, but not with I'm not trying to actively hit the person I'm fighting uh, because okay. I don't want to kill them. Sort of like bolts of energy shoot from my hand. Multiple bolts at a single time.
0: You recognize this as the spell the dragon cast on you in the battle earlier when you shot out those crystalline things of energy that came at you. Five, like, missiles yeah, yeah, It's the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. After I beat them with swordplay, a mix of magic and swordplay, I let a fire, a fiery breath shoot forth into the air. Okay. I'm not, I this. I'm, I'm not, not here, good. I hold up my hand and say, that's enough. Uh, I shield my sword and I bow. And then I say,
2: walk with me. Okay, and I turn on. and start walking back down into the stronghold.
0: Tassadar and some guards go in front of you. You can assume at all times they have you kind of surrounded, you know, people in front of you, people behind you. Okay. Always far enough that if you want privacy, you can talk.
2: Varev, I think (laughs) your father might have overestimated me. You seem quite powerful. I'm not quite sure what he wants me to teach you. I'm definitely no more skilled with a sword and certainly not with magic.
1: His words to me were to sit under your your guidance and to learn, learn from you all that I can in reference to the world and combat and this art of politics uh, I've recently become acquainted with. My father has recently given me a stack of, had recently given me a stack of books uh, to uh, catch up on what politics is. I've never had to use it before.
2: Okay, then in that capacity, then I open my dealings freely with you. You may stay with me at all times. But I only urge you (laughs) to have open ears and not an open mouth. Of course. What I lack in magic (laughs) and sword play, I um, overcome with this and I pull the gun. And if we're in like a hallway, right, I guess there's probably like ornamental things or lamps or whatever. I basically, I just like quick draw it and take out like six things (laughs) instantly. I'm assuming Tharav has never seen such a thing. You see, some guy who had just finished putting them up, and goes. Oh.
0: First, he tells us to rebuild the thing. Now he's just breaking it all. <laughs>
2: I'm kind yeah, of drop jawed a little bit. My, like I, I'm, I'm amazed. I spin it back on my holster and say, um, "I could teach this to you if you wish." Uh, I'm here to learn. Okay, and then I turn to uh, whatever his name is, my assistant, and um, I tell "Oh it, my gosh, do you have enchanters?" Yes. Uh, I take the gun back out and I say, "I want this gun made holy." So that anything evil it strikes will be uh, worse for the wear. This gun will only be used to stop evil. A noble and wise decision. Okay, and then I say, and also bring one for my friend. Have the blacksmith make him a revolver. He goes, uh, I will receive it personally. Okay. And then I say, after you get that going, come to my chambers and see me.
0: After a bit, he comes back and he hands you the revolver. I am assured this will stop anything who has an evil heart.
2: I tell him, now we have to talk about business as the Grand Master. what is and the link what is our dealings with the common people i don't mean people who speak common i mean the regular people in the north
0: he looks up at tharav and he looks at you and says am i speaking openly yes grandmaster the people we protect them we have set up a dummy king he is not real nor does he have any power he has no sway he is a man and an actor and he is hired to pretend to be who he is We parade him around once in a while. But you are the true ruler of these lands. You set forth what you say is right and its laws enforced. And we have been protecting them and doing what a good ruler is supposed to do. Okay. Palace is nothing but a shell.
2: I have some changes in mind, but I want to run them by you first because I don't know how they'll be received. So I need your advice, advisor. He nods. From this day forward, uh, there will be no more slavery in this land. Uh, all people must be paid a wage for their service and are free to leave their employment at any time so be it the link must not be feared but seen as keepers of peace and justice and so shall i i no longer wish to be spoken of in whispers or rule from the shadows
0: it's a good thing he's respectful uh, even like, oh, and that black mask where no one can see your face, you don't want to be in the shadows anyway. <laughs> No, I don't have to explain I, my <laughs> no, reasoning to No, no, have. no, that's why I say it's a good thing, respectful. Well, it's just funny. That is something that will change over time with a change of activity. It's not something that we can make happen today.
2: But I want it known among the men we yes. don't rule through fear. Yes. We rule through doing what's right. You will define what is right,
0: as all Rokusaki said before.
2: And I kind of look over at Darev, like, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, I want to be given a, a tour of the lands. I want to go see my people. When would you like this stuff?
0: What time of day is it? So, whatever time of day you want to be. It's morning.
2: Okay. Now is as good a time as any? I shall get a litter together. All right. I take it as uh, hopefully you're starting to see that this is not my native land. I I did catch that drift Master. And I do not agree with all the way they've th- ways they've been doing things in the past. And a good ruler is a just ruler not through fear but through uh doesn't rule through fear but rules through uh respect and mercy if you wish to be a leader of men i don't suggest ruling through fear and this seems to be their way i know
0: after a bit you're escorted through the fortress and put in a carriage and being driven by a centaur okay and you were taken first you get by the the palace and he describes he goes inside it is nothing It is but blank but our men line its walls and strike down any who come close Every now and then we send a, an actor out, and it has been tradition for people to turn their back when the Emperor's carriage comes by. So it has maintained our ruse for many years.
2: Okay, we'll leave this in place for now. As you will
0: it. And you go through some different minor things, like these are the baths, which uh, people have their relaxing. These are naturally born pools. They stop at a certain area and get out And he points in the distance. Far there. Far in the northwest, if you continue beyond the horizon, you will come across a land where everything is giant. There are giant plants and trees. Its inhabitants are only animals. They maintain the average size, it is only the plant life that are large. Most people stay out of it, for it is very dangerous. What makes it dangerous? It has been so uninhabited for so long, the creatures have a strong hold on it. And nature here is more than just animals. For the very woods are thriving with life. and The very trees themselves can strike a man down.
2: Okay. I see no reason uh, to disturb that. He takes you to the
0: area where you first enter those giant planet-sized balls. Mm-hmm. Many of the things around here you will see have been built by the Aslanti many years ago. A very old empire that we are direct descendants of. Their blood runs through our veins. But throughout the annals of time, many of their secrets have been lost. Their architecture is beyond us. They have been able to weave natural and artificially constructed architecture so beautifully and seamlessly. These giant things, we've been unable to determine their purpose. For our best guess, it is to revitalize the land. For every so often, plants around it flourish and thrive. It seems to give back to the very earth. That which the plants take away. He goes to the towns and he points out a couple of different businesses. Should we do this dealing or we do this dealing? You go by the fallen uh, tomb and he goes, was, this was the ancient tomb of Obnixos. Oh, that, that's interesting. Uh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> recently fallen, we have assumed somebody has raided the tomb. And, and Caleb, just
2: to it. save time so I don't have to ask him about each thing individually. Yeah. When he describes the businesses, like what I'm trying to get at is how does that work? Are we like... Extortionist? They pay us a percentage gotcha. for protection or something like this, or sure.
0: it's uh, nothing like that. They run several businesses, and it's essentially like a house of a chichiro It is simply a place where we can um, staging points. We're
1: legitimate now, Paulie.
0: <laughs> they are staging points, and business can be conducted there. By no means is the fortress at all the only place of the Linquay. Okay for now all this has been bought and uh handled legitimately none of this has been taken or strong-armed okay then keep business as usual
2: let me ask you this what is our dealings with the empire right now
0: we have long feared it with arcturus as he had been taking any land he'd come across through force the orcs to the southwest have been keeping him very busy until he was succeeded by his son which you may know more about than we do and his son has been more diplomatic He has sent emissaries, and we have sent him emissaries, and we are doing dealings. He is trying to enfold us into his empire, but your predecessors saw that as nothing but vile, as nothing but a spit in the face of tradition, and the spit in the face of what makes us us. What makes them them is not what makes us us, but of course, you may see
2: differently. Did my predecessor deal with the emperor directly? I mean, I know through messengers, but did they have agreements between them? They had not.
0: We have kept up the ruse with the empire that it is a king who rules over this lands and has sent only emissaries. He has seen nothing but the face of emissaries. Emissaries handpicked by your predecessor. In fact, soon there will be a visit from the south.
2: What you're saying is the emperor is not aware of how the Oroku Saki works. He thinks the emperor is the ruler here.
0: There are maybe eight people in the world that know how this works. He looks over
2: to uh, Thoref. Nine. <laughs> Ten. I say, okay, then for now, we'll, we'll let's leave it at that. I don't wish for the emperor to know about me. And now I have to give you the most important assignment I can give. There is a man that is a threat to me, to the north, and to the world as a whole. His name is Kaiser Soze. And I sort of describe the whole rap face situation. Okay.
1: Cause Oh, my drinking buddy. Oh, <laughs> I was, I'm seeing him this afternoon.
2: And I say, uh, I say poo? Oh, I love him. this man wishes nothing more but to kill your master. And so this man must be found. And that must be one of our top priorities. Whoever our best men are in these sort of matters who find people must find him. But I can't be clear enough. This is a very dangerous man they are not to engage or even speak or be seen by him i just need him located i will send our best
0: spies i will send the very earth against him the very birds of the air will be our spies and will be our secret keepers with if he cannot hide his face from the sky he cannot hide his face from us
2: i'm trusting you with this order and you have to know this is of the utmost importance to me i understand
0: speaking of the sky through the week a ring has started to develop around the planet, much like, uh, what is it, Jupiter? Um, Saturn. Saturn. Saturn, yeah. Saturn has, and it's been caused by the debris of the moon.
3: Whoopsie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, can we cover that up somehow? <laughs> it's like an illusion spell? <laughs>
2: okay. I, it's enough for now. I want to go back to the stronghold. Sure.
0: Drive back to the stronghold.
2: All right. I go to the, uh, <laughs> I go to the, um, Armory, the one that, uh, whatever his name is, took Ashit- us t- Ashitaka. Ashitaka. Yeah, took us to. Okay. I <laughs> know I know what he's doing. I go to the uh, armory, uh-huh. and I just go inside and start looking around. So. Okay, this will be much
0: like uh, when you went to the fair. If there's something you want, it's probably there. And if it's not there, it can be made. You can look through the magic
2: list and see what you want. I've had an Id- and I've had an idea for a weapon. I just don't know if it exists.
0: We, let's not bother doing it now. We can, okay. uh, do that later. I promise you, you won't have to fight anything.
2: The only thing I'm going to do now is re-up my potion of disease and haste. Potion of disease? I mean, potion of cure serious wounds. Oh, okay. Just so you know, I re-up on what I already had, so we don't have to talk about anything new.
0: Okay. At some point... Tassar is talking to me, and then he kinda goes over to you and goes he kinda looks at, at Tharev, and then he gets very close to your ear and he goes, May I dress you as David with Tharev present? No. There not is yet, somebody not yet. there's somebody, Grandmaster, who it is our scribe, our lore keeper, Zeratul, who I've spoken to before. Every day he has requested an audience and I have turned him away. He's very persistent. It would mean a lot to him if you would give him a moment or two of your time.
2: Then his audience is granted. He makes a motion. And in comes the sky and
0: he's uh you know like how a lot of Lin Kuei have like the face masks and all that? Uh-huh. His goes it does not like wrapped around and back here and very tight. It's it's loose. It's almost like a think of it like a band how a bandana would hang, but then it's long. It goes down almost like to his belt almost as it would go. And he has very old looking uh armor that's kind of like small pieces, like over the elbows, over the knees, a small thing over the chest that like wouldn't really protect anything. And they're like silver with green emeralds in them. And he walks forward, and he bows very deep, deeply, and he, and he says, without lifting his face, Oroku oh, Saki
3: Grand Master, I pledge my allegiance to you. It is with great honor that I can even lay my eyes upon your hooded veil. I
2: was about to say, just to save me saying it every time, just no, unless I'm alone with my advisor and Tharav. Um, yeah. I'm always wearing it. Right. No one lays their eyes on my face. Cool. And um, how can I help you? I come to let you
0: know, and he's still is like not looking at you, He's looking down, that all that I know
3: is at your disposal. If you seek to learn of something, I will have the answer for you, or I can find it out. I know where to go, the places where secrets are kept, where ancient things are whispered, so that no one can hear them. I have ears to hear, and I can find the old tomes, and I know how to read them, for I have eyes that can see, and it is all available to you, though unmaster. Grand Master Oroku Saki, I am yours to command.
2: Well then I have an assignment for you.
3: What can this feeble body do to serve you? Though my body is feeble, my mind is strong.
2: I want to know if it's possible to travel between worlds, mm. and I want you to tell me how that could be done.
3: Mm i shall put my full energy into this and bring you an answer on my life
2: then your master will be most grateful i will
3: not rest for more than an hour at a time before i find you your information and i must communicate how grateful i am that you would trust me with such a hallowed and honored request for knowledge to know knowledge from somebody is so important to trust somebody to impart upon you what they know is to respect them and their very soul
1: and this entire time he has not raised his head to look at you is this the part where he goes on for like half an hour about how awesome knowledge is and how (laughs) (laughs) I have a library would you like a card
0: (laughs) you must apply there are five forms
2: um I say your your respect is um acknowledged yeah you are dismissed
0: thank you and he turns around and he, and he puts <laughs> his head back up with his back to you so he doesn't see your face or your helmet and he walks away and the doors close um. Tassadar says you are very patient
2: <laughs> I would have listened to much more if he can give me answers the answers I seek
1: I look at David and I say master a question Go ahead. Why do you wish to travel in between the planets? I don't. I just wish to know how it's done.
2: Unfortunately for you, <laughs> when you spend enough time with me, you'll, that answer will become clear. I'm afraid you are now in a dangerous place and uh, your abilities to battle eventually will be tested. Oh, and by the way, I want to add in, I've been training him. So every day we shoot. Okay, I hit a squirrel yesterday. The greatest power I could give him.
0: <laughs> During that week, at some point, you—by the way—you were brought to uh, the cemetery. Okay, where they buried the old Rokusaki and the Crying Assassin, and you were offered the—you know—the chance to put the first scoop on them as a tradition. Do you have anything to say at the funeral?
2: I say, um, well, in the end, he was consumed with um, power and madness. <laughs> He still served as your leader, and I respect that. And let this grave be um, treated with respect. And I throw the dirt on. And then when I throw the dirt on, I kneel down to his grave, uh-huh. and I'm like, "You should have talked." Nice. All right,
0: David. When you were when you're at the end of the day, and you're preparing, you're going through whatever you go through at the end of your day, your little ceremonies. You see, there's a, a piece of parchment on your desk, uh, very prominently in the middle. You go to open it. Yeah. And it says
2: Elsa. Dot. 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 Okay, I uh, motion to. Uh, I'm sorry. What's his name? One more time. Tassadar, you dummy. I motion to Tassadar, and I say, "Where did this come from?"
0: Uh, his face gets uh, a little bit red, and says, uh, "I know not." Oh, he's blushing. I will find out for you.
2: Yeah, do that, and let's not have people in my chambers unknown, yes, Grandmaster. And then I ask, uh, "I want a guard posted by the doors from now on." Uh... I will double it. There has always been guards. Well, clearly somebody fell asleep, so...
0: I will route out exactly what happened. You will know by the time you rest, you wake your eyes tomorrow. Okay. And unless you want to do anything else, that's what we'll end for
2: tonight. Okay. And by the way, Tharav lives with me. So, like, we've made him, like, a little space
1: in the chambers.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: I have a little little dog doggy bed off to the corner, right? Yeah.
0: All right. That is that. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our
2: website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been David and Dom, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.